One of my favorite quotes from B.J. Palmer in this particular green book, up from below the bottom, is every man, woman, and child has a spine, and then a few sentences later, and every spine has a subluxation. Each subluxation is producing a dis-ease. Potentially, then, every subluxation needs adjustment. Therefore, the world needs just what you and I have. <clears throat> what does that mean? That To me, what that means is, like, we should... Chiropractic should be the choice of healthcare in this country. That's really what it means. Uh, and, and I am perplexed after 33 years of being in practice as to how come it's not. It doesn't make any sense to me. I can't figure this out. I have pregnant mamas having their babies saying, I can't believe that every pregnant mama doesn't get adjusted. I have moms bringing in their kids. We had a mom bringing her twins on Monday. And, she's, and they're four months old. And she said, the reason I'm here is because I heard that chiropractic makes sure that the kids' brain and nerve system and alignment are working good. And I want to make sure my kids, my twins, are the best they can be. Because there's nothing wrong with them. They just, that's what I want. That's why isn't everybody doing that? Yeah, they don't. But how is that? And I'll tell you why they don't know. They don't know because we haven't told them. Because if all we tell people <clears throat> is that, excuse <clears throat> me, chiropractic <clears throat> is really good for neck aches and back aches and whiplash and those kind of things, then that's the only thing they know. So <clears throat> to me, the fault is mine. <clears throat> the fault is mine because I haven't told enough people, right? <clears throat> and when I talk to you guys, I ask you guys to commit to talking chiropractic <clears throat> to everybody. Not just the simple chiropractic, like here's a bone and I'm going to touch that bone and make that feel better, right? That's simple chiropractic. You have to explain what chiropractic truly is. <clears throat> and you start explaining that from the get-go, from the first meeting, from the first time you sit down with them. You, you let them, in our new patient uh, history, what we teach our interns, is you go in there, you let them just verbally tell you all the stuff that's going on with them, or with their kids, and this and this and this and this and this, and this, and then you start telling the story right then. And then you never stop telling the story, because it's the story that makes the difference. It's the story that has allowed chiropractic after 100, some month, 23 something years or so, to still be here, because if all we were was back pain fixer up, we wouldn't be here anymore. There are plenty of professions that take care of back pain. So if chiropractic, if we were, if there was only back pain was our only thing to hang our hats on, then chiropractic wouldn't be here. <clears throat> Matter of fact, if, if it was ever brought up as a question, should chiropractors be the back pain people in the world, what would the answer be? No, why? Because there's like five times more physical therapists than us. And every country in the world's got physical therapists. Because how can you say, well, chiropractic should be the world's back pain fixer numbers if in China and India, where there are like a combined amount of like two billion people, there are like 10 chiropractors. Right? So we cannot be the world's back pain fixer numbers. You know, we, we might takes care of some back pain stuff here, but that's one of the biggest issues that we have. I've been just reading an article recently about one of the main reasons why chiropractic has not spread around the world is because like something like 97% of chiropractic schools are taught in English. 
so if you don't have <clears throat> chiropractic school taught in you know Hindi or Farsi or Mandarin or Japanese, then how are you going to have chiropractic in those places, right? So this is a really big issue. Something that really needs to be considered is if we want to grow chiropractic <clears throat> around the world and don't want to keep it just an American thing for the most part, because that's what it is right now, it's mostly an American thing, um, that we have to expand and get people in other countries teaching chiropractic in chiropractic schools, but not in English. We have to start teaching in native languages. <clears throat> but the reason to me that I think chiropractic is so special and so unique from the brand of chiropractic that I like practicing is because it's all about the kids. <clears throat> so this season is Halloween season. <clears throat> so every year for the last 20 some years, we've had this amazing Halloween bash in my office. We used to do it on just one day, but it was like utter chaos um, to have a one-day Halloween bash, and it was it was just like a tidal wave. So we decided uh, a couple of years ago to start doing the Halloween bash over three days. So now, uh, like this year, we did, started yesterday, and then it's going to be tomorrow, and then Monday. So we have a three-day uh, Halloween bash, and the whole team dresses up, um, me and the interns. Uh, and the staff, we all dress up. That we were doing, obviously, this is a good Toy Story. Uh, what's very fun is we had everybody guess uh, for some, the beginning of October, we, we ran a raffle to see, can anybody guess what theme we're gonna be? Because every year we have a theme, and we write down, we, we write a list of all the themes we've been, we've been Star Wars, we've been the Avengers, we've been Mario Brothers, uh, we've been the Incredibles. Uh, so we, we've done a lot of different things. Uh, um, minions, that was a fun one last year. <clears throat> so, uh, no, what's funny is nobody guessed this. Uh, Every thought we'd be in Canto. The Disney movie in Canto. Uh, so that was the biggest number one guess. Everybody thought we'd go that direction. So nobody guessed it would be Toy Story. Uh, but I'm a real Buzz Lightyear fan. So, and <clears throat> you know what's amazing is the kids were coming in droves yesterday in costume, and the parents were so excited because we give them treats that are gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, nut-free, and everything is carefully packaged in a way that the kids under three get these things and the kids over three get these things. I happen to find in one of our, my, my wife and I made many a Kroger run and Target run to stock up for this, and I happen to find Pokemon Halloween cards for the first time, so I was handing those out, and that was very special flying because the kids have never seen that, and they were like flipping out, saying, "This is a rare one, and it's got Pikachu, a pumpkin Pikachu on it." <laughs> but that's what makes this so special, <clears throat> and what makes our, our office so unique, uh, and is that we, our office, is geared to make kids happy. Right? That's the number one thing. And I don't care if the child's on the spectrum or the child is a typical, you know, neurotypical kid. I want the kids just to be happy. <clears throat> and I want the kids who come into our practice who have special dietary needs to not have to worry. Because they go to parties, you know, they can go to trunk or treats and the things at the church and the things at the school or whatever. And you know there's just loads of crap in all those places. You know, and it's just amazing because 
I know a lot of like I have a lot of teachers as patients, and if you ask any teacher as a patient, what happens when you give sugar to a kid? What do they do? They go nuts. But then why do they allow it in their schools? Why do they say, let's have a party, and then we'll give the kids Tootsie Rolls and have some cake and some ice cream? I'm like, what is, so, and then, and then uh, on Halloween, they'll give the kids candy, and then, I don't understand. Is there a disconnect? Every teacher will say, sugar creates this ravaging maniac in the kid, but I'll give the kid sugar, right? So I don't understand why people can't look at that and say, you know, kids don't necessarily want to have sugar. We're not giving any sugar treats. We're giving things like veggie chips and veggie straws and all these gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, soy-free treats that the kids absolutely love and are so excited to, to eat. And it's not a piece of candy. And, and when we're giving little prizes like the little babies were getting uh, little dinosaurs, the only kids were getting these Toy Story coloring books and uh, Pokemon cards, if they wanted Pokemon cards, right? Isn't that a good treat? Does it have to be a piece of candy that's going to rev kids up so they come home with these boxes and boxes of candy that is just going to destroy their brains and their teeth on top of things? Right? So I want you to think about that. When you're, even this <clears throat> Halloween, I don't know if you guys are going to do Halloween here, wherever you guys live, but instead of handing people stickers and Milky Way bars, why don't you hand them <clears throat> Play-Doh, little Halloween Play-Doh things, or Pokemon cards, or something like that that cost about the same amount of money. <clears throat> but it's not promoting something that's not healthy. Because if you stand for something, then stand for something, right? So I want you to really think about that <clears throat> during this time, because you know, to me, when when we have a when we have a Halloween bash, we want our kids to feel safe, we, and we want our parents to say they went out of their way to take care of our kids. You know, because it's easy you just go through Kroger's and say, "I'll just take the stickers, bars, and Milky Way bars, the three hundred <clears throat> pack of all these little junky treats," but they really thought about this. They really thought about our kids, right? Even if even if their kid has no issues whatsoever, they still thought about it, right? And then that we separated things from the three-year-olds and under, and then the older kids will have different things because we don't want the little kids having to get having like little bits of food that might affect them or having toys with little parts. So you have to think. You have to read the label. You know, three says three and under. You know, you should avoid this thing for a child that's three hundred. Well then, this is for them and this is for the older kids, right? So I want you to kind of think about this as you, to me Halloween is the ultimate pediatric chiropractic holiday because everybody celebrates it <coughs> for the most part. And it's just a fun holiday. And my suggestion to you is when you guys do how to, in your offices is to create a themed party like this. And whether you do it over one day or a week or wherever you decide to do it, really make it fun for the kids and make it a safe spot, right? Because that's what it's all about, is creating a safe space for your kids so that they can come and not have any worries like, should I eat this, should I not eat this? Like none of the parents from yesterday were saying, I'm so worried what's gonna happen with my kids and stuff. They're all like, this, is, this stuff is great. Thank you for thinking about this. Thank you for considering my kid, when you put these you know, things together. 